Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. However, wherever, whenever you're listening, this is the Root for Wisconsin Show, Season 3, Episode 101, coming at you from the Mean Your True Value and Riverwood Gallery Studio in De Pere, Wisconsin. I'm host producer Eric Fisher, the Big E. Joining me, member of the Highway 22 crew, is Sean Klosterman. Sean, how you doing, buddy? Doing good. How are you? And also joining us, Secretary Shauna. Hi. How's it hanging? Is that what you're really going with? <laughs> it's been a while. New year, new year, new Shauna. <laughs> new year, new me, new sayings, new slogans. It, it is what it is. All right. So <laughs> we're just going to go over that. Um, before we get in the episode, a couple things to talk about. First of all, big announcement. Uh, Sean and I, once again, doing the Polar Plunge. Uh, that'll be February 25th. If you can donate and you choose to. Hit up our Facebook page. We've got the link there. I know I've also shared it personally. Sean, have you shared it personally? No, but yet? I will. All right. Uh, Shauna is too much of a scaredy cat to jump. Same with Carolyn. I am there supporting, going woo and taking the video. So that's I'm doing my job. She's probably got the more important job. We'd yeah, just, for we'd sure. Ju- we just jump in the water. Yeah. Um, as always, the cause Special Olympics Wisconsin. Shauna, this will be our third time doing it. If you want to jump, reach out to me. We have room on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a minimum $100 per person uh, that needs to be raised. So please help us out if you can. And like I said, if you want to jump, by all means, more the merrier. Uh, for Wisconsin show on their website. Like I said, the link is also on our Facebook page. Also got to talk about another partnership we have, and that being with Ragin' Pro Wrestling and RPW. I got to get the event name. I should have probably been prepared for this. Uh, it's February 4th, I know that, and it's in Manitowoc. The event... I asked you the other day if we had anything else going on in February, and you told me no. I forgot to write it down. I thought you knew. Uh, RPW... Redemption. Redemption 2, Saturday, February 4th at Big Apple Pub and Grill. Uh, doors open at 6, bell time at 7... Uh, there is a few matches already announced for that, but you go to the Raging Pro Wrestling Facebook page, Instagram page to see all of those. Uh, we will be once again sponsoring the Cruiserweight Championship match, so be sure to check that out. Should be a blast. I'm really looking forward to this one. Mm-hmm. In other news, since we've recorded last, uh, What's-His-Face th- threw down. He wanted to fight me. Perfection. That's true, perfection. So remember, Sean, you don't know this, do you? No, I don't know this. I, so, I didn't hear this story. So perfection, as you know, was in our cruise, yeah. our cruiserweight championship match, and that was Shauna's pick for the match. Mm-hmm. Um, after the last event, it was a Facebook post on the RPW site uh, looking for somebody from Manitowoc to wrestle. Yep. I commented, Secretary Sean is from Sheboygan. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. And, and he commented like, well, who that? <laughs> and then we laid down the gauntlet. He did not accept. He was too afraid. Yep. Secretary Shauna I would accepted a match with somebody else. So <laughs> um, it's just disappointing. It really yeah. is. I was really I was ready to train Shauna in the art of wrestling, even though I know nothing about it. <laughs> But well, me, Mike Eric, Merck, Eric was trying to throw down a, a tag team with me in TW3, and he would do all the work, and then I would just pin up. <laughs> just hit him with a chair or something. Yeah. yeah. Great. So, needless to say, not happening. 
Um, tickets are still available for that. You can get them at Look Sharp at the Fox uh, River Mall. Is that what it's called? The Fox mm-hmm. River Mall? Yep. In Appleton? Yep. Um, also, the RPW website. Also, I'm sure their Facebook page and the... I believe they probably have them at Big Apple bar, Pub and Grill as well. I know that usually so. the venue has them as well. So if you're at any of those locations, you want a fun night uh, for some cheap wrestling. And a, really, I know we say it all the time, but it's really the best use, like 25 bucks, right. 30 bucks. Yeah, there it's is. pretty great. Uh, tickets are going fast for this one, so be sure to check that out. Uh, lots of TV talent coming in. A lot of people from the RPW world who've been featured on shows like AW Dark, AW Elevation, as of late um and that list just keeps on growing so be sure to check out some of the best in the midwest in the indie and pro wrestling world rich really putting in the work mm-hmm. getting hot talent so february 4th <laughs> big apple pub and grill uh be sure to check that out also uh we gotta talk about our usual friends monkey knife fight these two in this room i threw down a challenge for them to the touchdown dance for the Sunday Night Packers game. They sucked. Yeah. We didn't win because the Packers suck. Um, Shauna was the closest. Uh, yeah. She had Jamal Williams, and he had two touchdowns. Suck so it. All she needed was one from either A.J. Dillon or Christian Watson. Yeah, um, that didn't happen. Did not no. happen, as we now know. But uh, feel free to play along with those contests, basketball contests all the time. They've got a whole bunch of sports there, NBA, college hoops, uh, NFL playoff action super bowl is coming up as well play along with the contest there be sure to check it out also our friends over at raise energy repsports.com code root for 15 off any order and that's repsports.com code root four with that we can finally talk some sports guys Woo! um we've got our usual we had rooted for in the last well, well, last month at this point. Um, and that is, as always, brought to you by Fanatics, over 300-plus powered stores. Be sure to find your Fanatics gear at fanatics.com or the Fanatics app. Also, the link in my Instagram bio, fishdix 20 has a little bit of savings codes there, too. So be sure to check out the link in the in the bio. Um, it, right away, our root for, root for page doesn't have it, but your, your page does? I think we have a different link in that bio. I think we have the website link in that bio. <laughs> RootForWisconsin.com is in the Root for Wisconsin Instagram bio. So anyway, with that in mind, Sean, I'll let you lead it off as to what you had rooted for in the last month. Shauna? Uh, Shauna? Sean. Oh, Sean. Yeah, I, I thought you said her too. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, here we go. But no. Um, what do I want to go for? I want to go baseball. Now that football is done, I'm going to root for baseball. Should be spring training starting in a couple months here. Or a month? This is the segment where we talk about what we had rooted for. <laughs> going backwards. Yeah, catch Sean. Us up, catch us up on what you did in the break. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we went, to the, we went to the Vikings game, and, which was very fun. That was a blast. Could potentially be Aaron Rodgers' last ever win. Right. Potentially. Yeah. And then we were going to go Sunday, but yeah, I'm glad we didn't go Sunday. Oh, my God. I am. I was saying that as the game went on, like, I am so glad I didn't pay money for this. Right. I'd have been so pissed. I was so stressed sitting in my chair in the living room. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine. Did you, th- did you throw stuff? I did not. Mm-mm. He, kept, I he was very quiet. It's because he was crabby. Yep. 
happens. Yep. All right, Shauna, what what did you do? Catch us up. What did you root for? I rooted, honestly, okay, I rooted for the Packers. Whew, shocker. Because they, I had no faith in them. They were on the path to win out. I was excited. I went to the Vikings game as well with my sister. Probably the most fun I've ever had at a Packers game ever. We had great per- people in the section. We stood the whole time, and it was, like, acceptable and okay. We jumped around. It was great. Um, and then uh, last week what happened, well, what, Sunday happened, and mm-hmm. then it just made me sad. So um, go Bills. Yeah, Bills Mafia. Sean has been on that the whole time. So I have, yeah. I, I, you cannot call me a bandwagoner. I mean, we can. It's just yeah, that we, you've been consistent can. all season. How yeah. can you, How am I a bandwagoner? What, okay, here's the question. What's going to happen if it's Joe Burrow against Josh Allen in the... In May the, the better... Because that, that's kind of... Guy both, wins. Both I know. Your, both I know. guys there. I know it is. I know. Well, It'll just be... I'll be happy either way. You're, you're going to have a jer- front jersey of Josh Allen and a back jersey of Joe Burrow? Oh, I should have that. I should have that. <laughs> all right, dear. <laughs> Do they make that? No. Can we have no. that? No. I bet I could get one custom made. I'm sure you could. You'd I'm probably sure have to you... buy two. Joey B and Josh A. <laughs> well, don't you remember the Packers like the... jerseys that uh, Brett Favre ones that used to be the Jets and the Packers? Yeah. Well, there's uh... even people who make like the one where it's like half like green, half white for like the road home split. I, I, I don't know about those. I don't but... love any of those for no. what it's worth. Well, black and orange and red and blue—that <laughs> would be a nice That'd be jersey. The jersey. <laughs> we'll have right. to see. See what she can do. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll have like cheetah paint or like uh, Bengals pants with a Bills shirt. That's still gonna be one hell of a combo. <laughs> be styling. I'm gonna be at home. <laughs> Not going anywhere for the Super Bowl. All right. Well, my reform—I—I I gotta say the obvious. We did go to the Packer game. It was a blast. Um, Sean, our friend Mondo, who is obviously he's not on the pod yet, um, do have an outstanding offer to him if he ever wants to join. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he works nights sometimes. So um, you will hear from him at some point. But our friend Mondo came with us. And it, like I said, just from the time we got in the stadium to the time we left, it was just an absolute blast. Even before, I would say. Yeah. I mean, even before at Distillery, there it was fun. I think it helped that it was New Year's Day and a lot of people didn't have to work the mm-hmm. next day, so it encouraged yeah, like a, a lot Saturday of people. Feel. It mm-hmm. encouraged a lot of people to come out and like have fun before the game, which helped a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, the game itself was fun. Uh, I w- kind of wish we were talking about this last week, right? Um, that we could have rode the momentum for it. I've also got you know take the high road here and t- give a shout out. Uh, rooting for athletic trainers and and the whole Demar Hamlin situation. Um, we were slated to record last week, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had everything kind of lined up. Table was out. You know, everything was good to go. And with the events of that game and, and the very solemn, it just felt weird. Like, I yeah. didn't no. want to record. I, I We make too many dumb jokes about football and right. sports and just wasn't. We okay, still didn't, okay, we can't say we. You. <laughs> you agreed with me. That it was, it felt weird to talk football. Yeah, I, I totally agreed with you. So, here we are. So, shout out to athletic trainers and also the UC uh, medical staff as well. And then one last route for. Oh boy. Oh. I don't know. He's looking at you. Or is yeah, he looking at me? The Kamish Fish Fantasy oh. Football Team and the Root for Wisconsin Fantasy Football League. 
your reigning champions after an electric season started off 0 and 3. All of you guys were, oh, you suck. We're, you know, you worst commissioner ever. Your, you know, your team's awful. Made a trade with Sean week four. Controversial trade a little bit because it didn't, it very much could have, you know, favored me in the long run. Favored Sean at the time. Jamar Chase, Travis Etienne, Aaron Jones, and T. Higgins. No, Tyler, Tyler Boyd. Boyd. Sorry. Thank you. Didn't matter. Useless <laughs> ca- Cincinnati receiver. Brought in Aaron Jones. You know what happened next, boys and girls? Eight straight wins to end the regular season. You know what happened after that? Knocked out Sean on the playoffs. Knocked out Mark in the playoffs. Championship game. Took down Sean Klosterman. Can we mute him? It's sad that I don't have the ability to mute him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'll plug him. That's headphones. <laughs> but oh, all in all. One do I got to pull this one? What a run. <laughs> yeah. Fish, fish. Or... Are we sure? Seems a little fishy. The results speak for themselves. Oh, and and just my fantasy teams as a whole. I know nobody really cares, but three three leagues this year, two podium finishes, a championship, a third place finish. Life is great, guys. And the one league I didn't take home a podium. Sean Glassman was the champion. So, Sean Eric bought himself a belt. I know he sent uh, it to me. I didn't. Say, I didn't buy that one. The one that I sent you. Um. But it is the ch- it's the champion. What we do in this league? Yeah, Tyson got a belt last year. Got to have something to represent. The fact that you're wasting our money on this is stupid. It was an Amazon gift card. Thanks, Sam Pam. Merry Christmas. That's what you spent your Christmas money on. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so is this the traveling one then? I could not. Or be this is more just for you. This is just for me. Every oh, year, Eric buys a new one. Apparently, that's why do we thing. gotta buy a new one every year? Because I usually put the numbers in it. I use a paint pen. I put the number 2223. Shauna uses a paint pen. Yeah, let's get it right. You didn't use it last year. Yes, I did. No, you did not. Yes, I did. What? Why don't Why don't, don't you just use so. this one as a traveling one? Because you got the logo on it like it you would, sent me, right? It would, no, I didn't buy that one. Give it oh. up. I bought like one off Amazon for like a, like a WWE belt. Oh. Like I did for Tyson last year. He doesn't want to gotcha. give it away. He wants to have a I didn't want to spend $80. <laughs> That's right. what it comes down to. Anyway. With the positives come the negatives, and that comes to our Tyler Hero Noogie of the Week. I'm going to leave this one off. I'm going to go with Carlos Correa. Damn, he took mine. Um, it was such a struggle to find something like negative. It's been a pretty positive, you know, aside from the Packers this last week, but um, we don't really do that in this segment. But Carlos Correa has now agreed to terms with three different teams this offseason mm-hmm. and has failed the first two physicals. So he started off with the Giants. Mets. Nope. No, Met. the Giants first. Nope. Gi- Giants were second. I'm pretty sure it was the Mets first. No, I think the Mets were second. The Mets were after. Well, anyway, what? Giants first. 13 year deal. 350. 300 plus million dollars. Then they're like, hey, you failed your physical. We're not really loving that. Took the deal off the table. Then the Mets come in. They're like, hey, we got this. 12 year deal. 275 million or something like that, I think. Failed the physical again. Mm-hmm. They're not loving it. Today signs a or agrees to it's not. I don't think it's signed to. It's pending physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, agrees to a six-year deal for I want to say two hundred million. Yeah, something like that. Million. Um, pending physical, which we don't know if he'll pass or not. Now, I do gotta say I think it's he's more likely to pass this one because he was a twin right this last year, so he's already got the doctors and you know they're kind of 
already been in the the rehab stint of it, but just still doesn't make any sense. No, why, why the Twins would even want him if he hasn't passed physical with these other teams? And the money that they're throwing at the guy, right? And when you failed two physicals, I mean, it, it's just it's odd to me too that you're failing a physical for an off season where you were hurt, and you're trying to sign a 13 year deal, and that's one off season is going to be the, the deterrent. Just seems off to me. Now, how Carlos Correa, his camp has apparently handled it is also very off-putting to the teams, apparently, where the Mets just said, screw it, and walked away from it. Right. Um, same thing with the Giants, obviously, too. So just the whole thing, I'm going to say noogie-worthy for me. Yeah, I agree with you. That was going to be mine, but since you took it. All right, what do you got, Sean? Skip Bayless. Oh, yeah. I'm going here. Skip Bayless's comments on the, what is it, Undisputed? He tweeted it first. Yeah, he tweet he tweeted first about the whole Demar Hamlin thing, and then went on to undisputed after Shannon, right? Shannon Sharp. Yep, yeah, Shannon Sh- Sharp took the day off because yeah, he just didn't, didn't want to talk deal with it. Talk about it because he knew what was going to happen, and literally, what ten seconds into the show, he cut Shannon Sharp off and say went on a whole tangent, and Shannon Sharp was. You could just tell he was just done with them. So I don't know how much longer that show is going to be on the air. No. And he's just a shitty guy to begin with. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of times where I almost don't even believe that he actually thinks those things. Right. Because I think it's just for ratings. At the same time, like, you got to read the room, buddy. Like, yeah, the seating for the AFC, that was an important game. There was no way in hell they were playing that game. And I don't blame, you know... I do. This made me really appreciate, you know, combat vets and police and fire nurse, you know, who see that stuff on a daily basis and don't get to take the next right five days off. You know, they have to go into another room or another mm-hmm. situation. Possibly see the same thing. But at the end of the day, this is also a game. Yeah. And those guys did not sign up for that. You know, Ryan Clark said it yeah. best, where he said, you know, everybody talks cliches about going to war, going into battle, and willing to. Bleed for your team, bleed for your teammates, die for your team, and everyone still expects to go home. Right. So that was a whole, you know, the NFL, well, I mean, the NFL community handled that about as well as they could. I don't think the NFL did, or not right away anyway, that they took way too long with a lot of decision making. Mm -hmm. Um, But the NFL community handled that as well as they can. But yeah, Skip Bayless definitely gets a a nuggie on that. Shauna? I don't think I really have one. You want to go Skip Bayless, too? Do you want to go Quay Walker? That could be another one. Mm, what did he do yet? For shoving, oh. the, shoving, shoving the athletic yeah. trainer well, and getting yeah. again. Quay Walker, that was dumb. I feel like, yeah, you're angry and whatever, but, like, it was an important game. And, I mean, I knew your, te- your team was losing, but, like, keep your shit together. Yeah. Again, and you know what? With that one, too, it's one of those kind of, like, hey, read the room things. Right. Like, you have a moment of, like, cheering for a guy who literally got his life saved mm-hmm. by athletic trainers and you're pushing one. No, you push but one. not even that. Like it was it's more of just like the maturity level of like cooler heads need to prevail and Well, it's a second time get, of the season, too. Right, but that's what yeah. I mean. Just like get your get your life together, buddy. Like this is your job. You go out there, you're like a role model for kids. Like you can't be just pushing people because you are upset that you're losing. I think it's a fun, like an interesting topic though, because I know that athletes are role models and whatnot. Right. But I don't think they should be. You know, what's what's is that a Jordan commercial or Charles Barkley, 
Who said that in the nineties that I'm not a role model? Probably Barkley. That yeah, sounds they, more like a Barkley one than Jordan. But they are. Whether they like to or want mm-hmm. to or not, they are. And kids look up to you and they see, okay, well, what if my my favorite, you know, uh, football player that's making millions of dollars and he wears my favorite number on the field, he went and pushed somebody, so why the heck I can't I? Right. Yeah. And whether or not they want to be role models or not, they are. They're in a position of power, just like celebrities, just like movie th- movie uh, stars. Stars. Thank you, musicians. Anybody in the in a position of power or like fame, they're they're role models, whether they like it or not, and they need to hold themselves that way, carry themselves that way. Yeah, I was just something something popped in my head. You look at J.J. Watt now that I mean he's retired. Just the role model that he's he became for right. yep. for everything everybody yep yeah absolutely i i don't disagree and i i do think that when you have a platform like that you do have a responsibility to hold right. yourself higher it's just kind of one of those where there's a lot of things that guys you know in, in that situation absolutely you know i don't the whole personal life thing if they want to go and party whatever i don't really care right i mean and but I, I when you're on the field when you are wearing your number when you are wearing your yeah. uniform mm-hmm. that's who you're representing no matter like i mean like i said like i'm a i'm a teacher on the weekends do i do things that teachers maybe wouldn't do during the week yeah because that's that's my thing but like I, I during the week and at school i represent myself and mm-hmm. i carry myself in a professional way and anybody who does that if I would come to school, you know, and push my boss over, yeah, well, maybe I'm going to be getting fired. Probably. Yeah. More than likely. All right. So enough of the negative talk. Uh, for our What's Weird Wisconsin story, this is another hard week to find, like, a, a fun story. So I'm going to go with one in-house here. And that being courtesy of Fox 11, we have a Golden Apple nominee. Oh, <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so... Just real quick for those of you not in the Green Bay area, uh, Fox 11, one of the local uh, TV stations, does a teacher nomination award uh, from either it's an it's all anonymous. It can be either you know fellow teacher, fellow staff member, parent, community member, whatever. Uh, did nominate Shauna uh, for her work in the new school that she's at. I'm not going to name the school, just you know for obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, so our What's Weird Wisconsin web story, Sean Halbach, <laughs> one of the many uh, nominees for the Golden Apple. Yeah, I I am. Thanks. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> you caught me off story. guard. You caught me off guard. Um, yeah, just exciting stuff. Uh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's awkward. Anyway, so real quick, uh, not like a new story to kind of go through, but... Just a positive story when mm-hmm. there's so much negative crap going on. And like I said, I went through every media market in the state. <laughs> it was not fun. A lot of lot of sadness going on. Uh, so we'll pick a positive one here. Perfect. Um, all right. Next, we have our weekly draft. And this week, this courtesy of Sean uh, came up with the idea for a not a fantasy football team, but a fantasy football team of sorts mm-hmm. uh, from the teams still left in the playoffs. And Sean, you had the first pick. So yep. what do you got? Uh, I think um, Austin Eckler. I think that's my first pick overall. He's the number one fantasy running back. So that's kind of what drew me to him. So, 
So I'm curious, and before we kind of get in, I mean, we're into it, but as we get into it, were you thinking of guys like who are going to play the longest or just like a one game impact or? Uh, I really didn't. I just kind of wanted to go the best player. That's fair. All right, Shawnee, you had pick two. Yeah, no surprise. Uh, quarterback Josh Allen. Imagine that being your first pick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super. I almost thought that you were going to break the draft. So you had first pick no matter what. Oh, no. I knew you guys don't pick quarterbacks on the first round, so I knew I was fine either way. <laughs> All right. My first pick, I went I, – well, because I get the snake. Um, I went Jamar Chase, and then I doubled up with Joe Burrow. It was just – it was too easy of a, a combination. Would you would you take Joe Burrow over? If you're, if you're taking a team today, you're taking Burrow over I just Mahomes? think if you're looking at the playoff matchups and possible longevity in the playoffs – I mean, they very well could be a, you know, they're definitely they're definitely in it. They're the definitely AFC. in for the AFC. So, it, you know, we talked when we were kind of doing the draft and the order of it. I didn't think there was gonna be a single NFC quarterback picked. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of looked at this from like a fantasy perspective too. I think that Joe Burrow kind of maximizes your your points because you have such an electric passing game too with Jamar Chase and with T Higgins and with that uh, Boyd. Even getting Joe Mixon in the mix, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of why I went with that route. Isn't it funny, though, that Tom Brady's, like, not even in the conversation? Tom no. Brady's shittier. Yeah. I, I know that, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you think about last year, two years ago, three years ago, who are you picking? Like, your, your playoff quarterback, obviously. I'm, I'm still not taking Brady. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, a lot of people would, but Tom Brady's yeah. not even in the conversation. No. Um, My second pick, again, no surprise, Stephon Diggs. <laughs> Ooh. All right, Sean puts you for picks two and three. Uh, I'm going to take both my receivers. I'm going to take the Cheetah, Tyree Kill, and Jay Jettas. Justin Jefferson for those Justin, of you that yeah, don't Yeah, Justin know. Jefferson. Oh, okay. I did not even, know even though he, Even though he struggled against the Packers when we were there. but Oh, Justin Jefferson, the... Yeah, the gritty guy. Yeah, okay. Jetta. <laughs> um... Third pick, I'm going to take my tight end, Dawson Knox. <laughs> wow. A lot, a lot of Bills players, Shauna. Yeah. They're a good team. I don't know why you guys keep laughing at me. They're a good team, so why wouldn't I pick them? All right. My third pick, I went with my running back, Christian McCaffrey. Just guy's electric. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the only way to describe him. Um, fourth pick, I went with the best tight end. No offense, Shauna, with Dawson Knox, but I went Travis Kelsey. This yeah. was a no-brainer. Everybody forgot about Travis Kelsey. Not yeah. Eric. Not Eric. <laughs> um, my fourth pick, I went running back Joe Mixon. A non-Bill? Yeah. Well, you it, can't pick it, every Bill. It's Joe, Joey B's team, too. That's so true. She's, yeah, it's Joey's. She, she's pretty much got... I got the Bills got in the Bengals. She's got three Bengos. teams represented. <laughs> yeah, true. Again, I say to you, the Bills are a great team. Why would I not pick them? Probably would have gone different tight end. I think yeah. you picked the one of the, I, they, not the worst tight end, but I can think of probably three or four better ones. But I like him. Thank you very much. Glad <laughs> you because he's your tight end now. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Sean, you're up. Uh, I got it. I think I still think I got the best quarterback. I'm taking Mahomes. That is a solid pick. I'm not gonna. I I think that's the best quarterback. And then I'm gonna do. 49ers O-line. Another solid pick. Yeah. I think that's a fairly good offensive line. Mm, 
I chose the Bills defense. <laughs> Doing it for Demar. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool, though. That for the what did Josh Allen say after the game? That it was three years and three months after that they've had a punt re- or a kick return for a touchdown. Naheem Hines took two to the house. Yeah. yeah. See, great team. They're doing it for Demar. That they got a they got stuff to play for. <laughs> All right, my was this my fifth pick? Yep. Yeah. Right, I go back to back here anyway. So uh, I'm going with the Cowboys O line and the Cowboys defense. Just the talent, Micah Parsons on that defense. The Cowboys O line's always been good. Always lets the run establish, and right. the fact that they've had just a really seamless transition isn't the right word because I don't think Dak Prescott's that good. But the fact that Cooper Rush succeeded when Dak was hurt, the fact that you had two very good backs in right. Ezekiel and Pollard uh, step up all year, it was a no-brainer Especially for me. Especially Tony Pollard this year. Yeah. Um, my sixth pick is CeeDee Lamb. A non-Bill, but he was on my fantasy team, and he did pretty good. So Fifth place, good. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That was mean. Um, my next pick, I'm taking my tight end. I'm going TJ Hawkinson. I think, I think that's probably the best tight end left. Uh, easily. I mean, for with the fit of it too. Yeah. Playoff Kirk. That's where it gets to be <laughs> mystery. <laughs> and then my seventh pick, I'm taking the 49ers defense. It's a solid. That was. I went back and forth between Dallas and and. San Fran on that one. Well, I, I knew Shauna was taking the Bills, and I knew it was either I was either going to get Cowboys or Niners. So <laughs> I should I should have took the Bills. Bills with my first overall pick. Well, it's a good thing you did because <laughs> Shauna's last pick is the Bills O line. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. Shock the nation. All right, and the last <laughs> pick of the Root for Wisconsin. Playoff draft. I want AJ Brown. There's a lot of receivers I probably could have gone with here. Um, Mike Evans kind of came to mind. I don't, you know, if I'm looking at longevity, I just didn't buy into them long term. The the Bucks going too far. So no, I don't know. That'd be okay defense to take too. I don't. Man. A lot of individual talent. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Shauna, that leads us to trivia. Uh, Sean has a two to one lead in trivia. Oh, two to one. Yeah. So what do you got for us this week? Okay, so I'm getting excited for baseball, too. The Packers are done. Playoff football is great, but I'm getting excited for baseball. I'm sick of the weather outside. It's only January, and I know we got a lot going here. But um, I thought I saw this one on TikTok. It wasn't exactly this, but it was uh, like theme songs, and then you had to guess the movie. Well, we're going to put sports take on it, and we're going to do famous baseball walk-up songs, and you got to tell me whose walk-up song it was. Okay? All right. This is going to be a rough one. <laughs> this isn't going to be really, really easy or really, really hard. Right. Okay. And there's no in-between. No. So I am going to – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you a bone here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go an easy one to start. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. Here we go. What the fuck is his name? Oh, Sean, Edwin Diaz. Yeah, Edwin Diaz. 
I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> I couldn't either until all of a sudden it's like, oh, there it clicked. Okay. You ready for another one? Let's do it. Okay. This one's also an easy one. Eric, Charlie Blackman. <laughs> that one I didn't even know. <gasps> Lose your love play tonight. Play the clip. Play the clip. And the whole Rocky Stadium goes tonight. No, never seen it. Really? Right, right here. Tonight. Really? You didn't know nope, that one? I didn't okay. know. I would have never guessed so that I, one. I played that song, and obviously, you know, we both, Sean and I both like classic music or mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but I played that one time, and I asked her, I'm like, do you know whose walk-up song this is? And so anytime we hear it, Sean, do you know whose walk-up song this is? Yep, Charlie oh, so, you, so you gave him that one. I see how it is. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, that was one that I, like, very much know. Okay, so this next one is two, okay? There's two possible answers. If you get one, you get one point. If you get both, you get two points. Okay? Okay. I know the song. I can't think of whose walk-up this would be. Do we not know? No, we don't know. I have no idea. All right. Can we give us a position yeah, or, can or we some have sort a hint? of hint? Um, yes, I will give you a hint. Uh, his last name is very long. Um, he's a Met. Um, he's nicknamed Thor. Oh, he's in the garden. He's not a Met anymore. Okay, well, yeah, I know, I know. He is in this picture. <laughs> he's right, but or she. He's right. Okay. Uh, I'll give Eric that one point, but I will give you, I'll try, I'll see if we can get Sean a point here. What if I get it? Or, yeah. yeah. It don't matter. He's, He's in Philly get... now, isn't he? Or no, he signed somewhere else's offseason. Angels? I think so. Is it the Angels? Okay. Or is it the Rangers? Might be the Rangers. Now. This guy's name, uh, he's nicknamed Marmaduke. <laughs> what? <laughs> he played... Uh, he's a pitcher. Okay. Um, he's 55 right now. Are you looking this no, up I'm, and cheating? I, I was looking up who it was. <laughs> he's a Dodger. We both. Oh, he's wrong. a Dodger. Okay. Um, who do you play for? Did he play for one team? He debuted for the Atlanta Braves, and his last appearance was for the St. Louis Cardinals. Mm, oh, Atlanta Braves, Boston Red Sox, St. Louis Cardinals. This is in. It's gotta be one of the big three, right? No. This is it Schultz? Uh, Schm uh, John Smoltz? Yeah, John Smoltz. Okay, you said his name wrong, so I'm gonna give you the point <laughs> because it's not Schultz, it's Smoltz. Yeah, I know. Okay, we are tied up. Yeah, it was one of them. I didn't know his nickname was Marmaduke. Right, I, but now it makes sense. All right. That makes sense if you know who Marmaduke is, but you probably don't know who Marmaduke the is. The dog? Yeah. The dog. Have you seen a picture? Yeah. No, you haven't. Don't lie to me. I used to read the cartoon <laughs> in this, the funnies, but... All right, you ready for the next one? Okay. okay. Pat McAfee's WrestleMania song. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a bonus point. No. This could be... This is a very popular song. Yeah, this could be a lot of... We need, we need like, a position or a team... Yeah. Um, excuse me. Or like a now person. Is it now? 
Mm-hmm. It has. It's relatively new. Mm-hmm. It's what 2011, I think that song came Suicide out. Suicide Squad. That's all I can think of when I hear this song. I just think of Pat McAfee. <laughs> he is um, a pitcher for the Washington Nationals. They all he was now. the first overall pick in Strasburg? the two. Yes. Yeah. Very good. This was one. his song? Hmm? Yes. Yeah, I would have never guessed him. Okay, so you're telling me I need to give you a little bit more context. Is that what I'm hearing? It'd be nice. Yeah, maybe, maybe give us a little more context before you play the song. Okay. But we can't guess till the song is played. Right. It's fair. Okay. We'll do it that way. We'll just change the rules. We make up the rules as we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, This guy, well... I got to play you the song and see if you can get it. I, yeah. I'm not going to give you context because okay. if I'll... I give you context. No, I'll give you context about the other one. This one, though, might give it away. Okay. Okay. All right. So. Oh. Oh. It's his nickname. David Ortiz. <laughs> yeah, he's Big Papa. <laughs> All right. So it is four to two. Sean, you got to get some stuff going here. These aren't any of the songs that I thought you would have played. No? No. See, the hard part is because so many of these guys switch songs like year after year, too. Mm-hmm. Right. But these are, I looked up the most iconic of them, yeah. their walk-up songs. Yeah. And these aren't any of the ones that I was thinking were going to be on here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this fellow played for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Oh, jeez. Um, he okay. is. Okay, just play the song. Play the song. He was a pitcher. Oh. Of the song. Yeah, I'm gonna go Randy Johnson. That is correct. That's that would be yeah, that makes that sense. makes sense. That makes the most amount of sense. That's who popped in my head right away. I'm like, that'd be an iconic guy for to walk out to something like that. Yeah. Big yeah. unit. You ever see the like the meme where he doesn't have a gun next to his bed, he has a bucket of fastballs? <laughs> no, I haven't seen that one. Like that's the, like what he apparently has for his home protection is a bucket of fastballs. Which, I mean, he explodes that bird. If you break into his house, you catch a 98, like 99 mile an hour fastball off the dome. Right. You're not going anywhere. No. Okay. Um, this next. How many of these are we doing? Yeah. A few. I have a couple more. <laughs> okay. Um, this fellow was nicknamed Fat Elvis. Um, he played for. The Houston Astros, the Yankees, the Cardinals, and the Rangers. Here is his song. You can run This is Johnny Cash, by the way. I know. It's a pitcher? It's a pitcher. It's a pitcher, yep. Are you thinking the same guy that I am? Because I'm thinking Roger Clemens. That is incorrect. So I was thinking too. I'm gonna go Andy Pettit. That is also incorrect. Um, he's a he's a first baseman. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what are, what are the I'm teams sorry. again? Okay, so he's a former outfielder and first baseman, and he was he, not a pitcher. Not a yeah. pitcher. Sorry, I got confused. There's a, I have a lot of guys' stats up right now. It's the Houston Astros, the Yankees, the Cardinals, and he last played for the Texas Rangers in 2013. We're on way back. 
Fat Elvis. He was also known as Big Puma. That's, so the Yankees? The Astros. Astros, Cardinals. First baseman. Oh, Lance Berkman. Yeah. <laughs> That yes. makes so much sense now that you said right. it. Good job. All right. Where I pulled that out of, I have no idea. I just, I going down the teams, I'm like, forgot he was a Cardinal. Right? He was a good, he was good for the Cardinals. Yeah, he too. was. All right. You're going to be have to be quick on this one. Oh, geez. Char Hoffman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are five to four, and we have... Three to go. We got to do an odd number, don't we? So we have a winner? Well, we'll 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 see. see. Yeah. All right. This person, uh, this was his walk-up song for his major league debut. He went 0-5 that day, um, but it would be only a matter of time before he would show us how he rolls. I did not realize how well. This is how we do it. <laughs> what? Is it Bryce Harper? No. I have no idea. Do I need to give you a clue? Yeah, current? I no. Um he's a shortstop. Derek. He's a businessman. Derek Jeter. Yes. Five to five. That was his walk-up song for his first game. That's interesting. Yes. On the road. <laughs> All right. Again, I would assume you're going to have to be quick draw on this one. Mariano Rivera. Fuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, this is the one I was waiting for because to me, this is the iconic one. Okay. We are five six. Yep. But I need the point. <laughs> should we see if Sean has one? Has got one more in him? I need the point. I'm winning, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> Guessing pitcher. Braves. Maddox. He used this during his 19 seasons in Atlanta. 19 seasons. Oh, it's Tom Gravin. What did you say? Tom Glavin. What did you Chipper say? Chipper Jones. Oh. It's Chipper. All right. Should have known that. 19 years is what I got. I you said pitcher for some reason. I said pitcher. I was asking questions. Oh, so you screwed me up. I yeah. see how it is. Suck. All right. Are you ready for a tiebreaker? Oh, I have a feeling I know what song would be Triple coming. H. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready for a tiebreaker? All right. Let's do this. Okay. This person... Sean, there's one that I'm thinking of. I don't think she's going to play it. But if she does, it's going to be a race to the, the mic. This is a uh, walk-up song. Um, it is most tongue-in-cheek for this Cubs starter. Cubs starter. Sweet motion. Current? Carl Smith. Current? I don't know. Is it Jake Arrieta? No. I'm thinking like Carlos Zambrano. No. Pitcher? Pitcher though? Yes. 
Uh, no, I don't know. Oh, geez. starter. Starter. So starting pitcher, right? Oh, mm, she, I didn't say he was a pitcher. She just said starter. He's oh he is a he is a pitcher. He's a cub. The fuck is his name? Oh. Current, right? Um it looks that way, yep. Cubs pitcher. Cubs pitcher. No idea who Cubs pitcher is. I can think of one, but I can't think of what his stupid name is. I have no idea. I really have no idea. Kyle something? Oh, Kyle. Kyle Hendricks? Yeah, that's Kyle That is correct. So, Eric gets the point. Let's go! And Eric wins today, so we are tied 2-2 overall. Oh, man. I thought for sure, shipping up to Boston, dropkick Murphy's, Jonathan Papelbon was coming. Mm, That would have been a good one. Jonathan what? Papelbon. Oh, I don't know what that is. That was not on my list. He's a closer in the late 2000s for the, what, the 07 title? Yeah. Because he wasn't on the 04 team. Nope. Was he in the 13 team yet, too? Mm-hmm. And then he went to Phillies. Phillies. Yeah, that was not on my list. Who else was on your list? Um, Bad Blood. Rizzo. Yeah, Rizzo. Yep. Yeah. Um, California Love. Bellinger? Yeah. Kenley Jansen? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I can't believe he didn't, didn't play Ryan Bronze. He had like a thousand of them. Yeah, I know. Um, you think still in this bitch? Yeah. El Mariachi Loco? <laughs> first baseman? All-star first baseman? Todd Elton. No, I'm kidding. No. Is it Pujols? He's been signed to the Guadalajara Mariachis of the Mexican League. Adrian Gonzalez? Uh, I would have never, ever gotten that. Chris Bryant, Warm It Up. Nope. Didn't know that was his song. Uh, Party Up In Here by Joe Kelly. Didn't know that was his song either. Humble by Manny Machado. Fuck Manny Machado. That's right. a terrible That's song a terrible. for him. Bryce Harper, Flower. Oh. <gasps> Roxanne Christian Yelich. <laughs> Roxanne! Yeah. Remember when oh, you trolled that one lady? Did that one. Anyways. All right. So that anyway. was trivia. All right. So we could talk some sports. Uh, Brewers have made a few moves since last time we were on. Uh, I believe the last time we were on, they had just made the trade for William Contreras. Um, have made a couple smaller trades as of late. Uh, Bryce Wilson, a relief pitcher being added on. Um, I think the big one to this point potentially is Wade Miley coming yeah, back. 100%. Uh, very excited about that. So that puts us two lefties in the in the rotation, right? Him and who? Lauer? Or oh, Lauer, yeah. Lauer gone? No, I think Eric Lauer's still around. Um, so, yeah, two two lefties in the rotation. So, quick, real quick Brewers hit. Um, NBA Bucks still, I think they're the three seed in the East right now. Um, Making a push for Jay Crowder. Yeah, that one that's been a rumor since like the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. As I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet, but I know, you know, I feel like it's probably coming. Deadline is February 9th, so we're less than a month out. Um as of I believe last week, we now have guaranteed contracts for all the 10-day deals that got extended and all that. Mm-hmm. So, um that kind of helps push along things. So Bucks still doing the Bucks stuff. I believe they won last night. I don't know. 
Um, against the Knicks, I'm pretty certain on that. So, Bucks keep doing Bucks stuff. Uh, since the last time we recorded, the Badgers football team uh, did win their bye game, as we talked about. Bowl game, not their yes, bye game. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it was almost a bye game. Um, they did win their bowl game, the last game under Jim Leonard and the Jim Leonard era. For the Badgers, um, taking down the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Pretty fun game to watch, all things considered. I mean, it was it was kind of a slog, but fun enough game to watch. Um, lots of changes, which I'm sure we'll go over on the Back to the Roots show with Justin. I'm sure he'll have a longer breakdown. Uh, since the last time we recorded, we do have a national, new national. Well, no, we do not have a new national champion. No. Uh, the Georgia Bulldog, Bulldogs. <laughs> no. Christ. Maybe you should give it up to uh, maybe new host night. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Georgia Bulldogs are once again national champions, uh, kicking the living shit out of TCU, mm-hmm. sixty-five to seven. I remember watch. So Sean and I watched the first half of that game, and we watched the Pat McAfee cast, which. Is the best thing in college football, <laughs> ESPN two. Um, when they do that for, I do think they do that for a lot of the Saturday night games. Mm-hmm. Going forward, be sure to check that out. It's awesome. They have an awesome crew between Boston Connor, uh, Darius Butler, AJ Hawk, Pat obviously. Um, Ty Schmidt was in the suite. Uh, Nick Meraldo was with him. I feel like I'm figuring somebody. I don't think so. Oh, Tone Diggs. Yeah, Tone Diggs was on the sideline too with uh, D Butt and Boston Connor. So great way to watch football. I mean, yeah, Tim Tebow come down at one point. It was funny. Um, Ty Schmidt did his his Lou Holtz impression. Mm-hmm. Just a great great way to watch a game that was a shit show. Otherwise, made it entertaining. Um, it truly did. Pretty good semifinal games. I thought mm-hmm. I really enjoyed watching TCU beat Michigan and. The intense game of Ohio State Georgia. I really thought Ohio State was going to knock them off. Right, I did too. Um, was a, a last second field goal missed by the Buckeyes. Right at midnight. Right at well, on the East Coast. Right. Uh, when the ball dropped in Times Square, the field goal was missed. Yep. The by ball. The, the ball dropped by the Buckeyes. <laughs> that too. <laughs> um, Badgers have added basically every quarterback. It feels like mm-hmm. they got another four star commit quarterback. Um, they did get an all AAC lineman from Cincinnati, our center. Um, like I said, it's like five quarterbacks. It feels like I'm sure Justin will have more mm-hmm. on that in our Back to the Roots show. Um, Why are we getting so many? Why are we just like acquiring all the quarterbacks? Everybody's coming for Luke Fickle. One's got a hit. Yeah. Right? Oh. Luke Fickle's that good? Mm-hmm. Well, he took Cincinnati to the playoff as a group of five school. Interesting. Okay. So so, the, so what we're saying is the Badgers are going to be good? We're hoping. That's the hope. That's why you go make that splash higher like that. Okay. All right. Um, lots of defensive players kind of either sticking around who potentially stayed in the port or went in the portal from the Badgers. Um, they do end up losing Nick Herbig and John Torchio, who both declared for the draft. Um, can't blame them for that. They both no. had incredible years. Their draft status would probably not be higher. But... You retained a lot of guys. You brought some new guys in already. Um, you bring in Phil Longo, which we talked about with Justin, uh, to be the offense coordinator. Totally different offensive football coming to the Wisconsin Badgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, going from the ground and pound Wisconsin way of football to the quote-unquote air raid. Uh, 
Um, it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say is 2023 should be fun. Um, can I ask a question not about the Wisconsin Badgers, but about what the national championship yesterday? Sure, go ahead. How come Stenson Ben is 25? Because the COVID, the COVID year didn't COVID count. COVID year didn't count. So he still had a year of eligibility. Oh. So he probably redshirted a year. Yeah. And then he had that extra year from COVID. Or he had a medical redshirt also. Yeah. Or a medical reason where he still had another year of eligibility. But I think technically you would, if they came in that year, they had six years total. They potentially could with the red could shirt. Have, could have that. six years, and that would make sense that he had six years. Yeah, gotcha. Because I was just seeing a lot of a lot of uh, backlash today about that he's twenty five, and that there are a lot of NFL quarterbacks that he's older than. <laughs> right. Yeah. And he's, he's, o- basically, he's older than Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And and Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, Tua, Tua and who else? Jalen Hurts. Yeah. He's the same age as Deshaun Watson. He's like a month or two younger. Right. Yeah. So I just thought that that was interesting, and I didn't know why. But Chase Wolf for the Badgers, who was the bowl game uh, quarterback for the Badgers, he's going to have a sixth year this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he is not going to start. No. It's going to take, knock on wood, I'd say this jokingly, it is going to take a plane crash for him to start. Really? Yeah, Marshall. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Thundering herd. Um, but <laughs> all in all, um, yeah, that's kind of the why. Yeah. Gotcha. And he might just okay. be old for his class. You never know. Yeah. And now they're saying he's not. He might not even get drafted. That's insane. Right. The guy was balling all the last two years. Yeah, but people were saying he was balling because he was playing a bunch of like washed up college kids. I mean, he is going to be twenty five. So his his if he's a let's just say he'd be a, not a first round pick. He's probably going to make a second second day guy, maybe mm-hmm. even a third day guy. Almost kind of like Matt Flynn. You have him for four years, he'll be th- almost 30 by the time his rookie contract's done. Who, who's the guy the Browns took out of Oklahoma State? Brandon Whedon. Brandon Whedon. Who was like 30 he, when he was, he was a rookie. when he was drafted. <laughs> he did some Mormon shit. So this is something days. common? No. Like where you get old? No. Oh, okay. No, it's if for Brandon Whedon, he was like a one-off, but yep. he did some Mormon mission trip before he went oh. to college. Oh. Yeah, for two or three years. Okay. He did some Mormon shit, and then... With the sixth year, uh, Stenson Bennett. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. I just was wondering. The anomaly of mm-hmm. COVID. Yeah. So that's due to COVID. Yeah. Okay. And like, like I said, probably like a red shirt in there too. Or he got, yeah. And, and he maybe got hurt because if you get hurt, you still you still have that year. Yeah. If you use your red shirt for um, like for like a, as a freshman. Mm-hmm. You can sometimes like Kurt Phillips. Do you remember Kurt Phillips for the Badgers? Mm-mm. He played like ten years. It felt like he was number ten right. for the Badgers. He played um, probably from two thousand to two thousand fifteen. It felt like, but he was the quarterback for the uh, Big Ten championship game against Nebraska the year after Russell mm-hmm. Wilson ended okay. up being, um, and was all over the field. He tore his ACL like three times in college. He got the medical exemption for hardship or whatever. Very rare that they get that extra year from medical, mm-hmm. but it does happen. Gotcha. Um, anyway, so that kind of leads us with Green Bay Packers, who, since we recorded, went on a long win streak, got a lot of help. Um, I did have to thank the Cleveland Browns on Sunday for taking care of Washington because Washington bitch slapped Dallas mm-hmm. over the weekend. Um, all in all, ends up kind of being for naught with the loss to Detroit. 
Uh, have not posted it yet, but Mason Sprangers did a really good breakdown. Um, kind of what went wrong in that game and not, you know. You mean everything? Well, yeah. Pretty much. I mean, I, w- I want to ask you guys. I mean, <coughs> we all watched the game. So first things first of what seriously you thought went wrong with uh, with the game on Sunday and what the biggest flaw in the game plan was. And I'll let Sean go first. I thought Detroit's defense was so good that we, we were just weren't able to run the ball. And I think that was the biggest thing that we did the last four weeks was we were able to run the ball and not have to rely on the pass as much. Where I think Sunday night we had to rely on the pass a little too much because we couldn't run the ball. And Jones couldn't hang on to the ball. That too. That, that hurt. That was a huge swing in the game. That ended up being a 10-point swing. You think mm-hmm. about, you know, they're about to go score. Even um, if they get a field goal there. Yeah. You think they're about to go score. They fumbled about the 14-yard line. Tunyon does basically everything he's supposed to do. Steps out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Reaches. He's a fingertip away. Couldn't quite get the touch. Detroit ball. They go down and kick a field goal thanks to also Russell Douglas being an idiot. Um, what was he? he just, he's an idiot because he... Re- because he retaliated, but, retaliated. but yeah, he, was, not, he it, wasn't an idiot for what he did with the ball. That was funny. Ball. Yeah, that was. Why did he do that? Because because Patrick they called call the timeout time out to ice the kicker. So and, the ref was coming in to stop. He was trying to be a nice guy. And because you could see the ref kind of coming into, he's trying mm-hmm. to hand it to the ref. And then he gets pushed in the back. He turns around, slaps the guy in the face and gets 15 yards. Yeah, because gotcha. he didn't want he didn't want the guy getting a, a free kick. kick. Sure. But think about how big of a swing. I mean, that penalty itself, too, with because uh, he had missed the 46-yarder in mm-hmm. the same end. Would have been a 48-yard field goal. Ends up being a chip shot. Yep. Um, Shauna, what was your biggest takeaway from the game on Sunday? They looked lazy. They looked, they looked like they were, they came in, I think they expected, like, oh, the Lions have nothing to play for, so they're probably just going to, like, lay down and let us play or whatever i don't know they didn't look like there was no fire in them that was a big thing that i like have been saying all year is that there was no like oomph in them like there was nothing exciting about them like they just looked lazy and and again like it was just easy not i mean i'm sitting here never having played football ever in my life but it looks like easy stuff that they were just dropping like easy passes aaron Rodgers Mm -hmm. did throw to them and that's that's hard for me to say but he was seriously (laughs) he was throwing like you know pretty decent throws and the guys were like wide open and they just couldn't catch it and it was like what are you doing like this is your job to catch a ball so catch it but yeah they just look lazy they were they look sloppy the whole quay walker thing um the Razul douglas deal like you know you got to keep your head together and just stupid little penalties like that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go down on that too. Is they looked at their playing not to lose. What you know? You got something to say? Oh, go ahead. Honestly, just they look uninspired. You know, they looked like they were playing not to lose instead of playing to win. Right. It looked like the like that the day we got engaged, the Badger game. That was the same thing. That's how they looked. They looked uninspired. Nothing was working, so they just got upset and they got penalties, and it was stupid. Sorry, cut you off again. Oh, you're good. Go ahead, Sean. <laughs> um, where did I want to go here? Sorry. With I think Matt Lafleur play calling on that fourth and one was another big thing. 
I think that was a big swing in the game, given the given them the ball at the thirty-one yard line, mm-hmm. and when they really hadn't done much at yeah. that point. Well, just you know, I know of all the you know the people on this show. Well, Ramsey mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Ramsey is not a Matt Lafleur fan. I get why. And you know, I remember I stayed up way too late on on Twitter on Sunday night. Oh, jeez! Just kind of like seeing because so, I mean, so so many people get lost in the emotion of it. Um, you know, trying to have the hot take, time to fire Matt Lafleur. Just like he called a bad game. I'm I'm not gonna mm-hmm. sugarcoat that. The, the scheme, um, the play calling, just, it didn't make sense. Trying to get too cute with it. Uh, Sean, like you referenced, the fourth and one of a jet sweep yeah. to Alan Lazard, which we have a 260 pound running back. Give him the ball. Well, that, or if you're going to go jet sweep to get it on the outside, you've yeah, got a Christian, Christian Watson, Watson, or even put AJ or Aaron Jones in motion. Or I think I'd even take Randall Cobb, Samari at, Torre. At, at least he'd be able to hide behind your offensive lineman, right? And not know where he might go. Um, I do think a lot of guys, you know, you, like Shauna said, I think. You know, the emotion kind of got to them, too, where they got, I think they got pissed off. Yeah. And they, you know, a lot of people talk about, you usually talk about, like, Aaron Rodgers quitting on the team. I don't think Aaron Rodgers did. No. But I think, like, I definitely think Alan Lazard did. Yeah. And especially so. by his post-game comments talking about, you know, he doesn't think he's, you know, he thinks he's this is his last game or he's sure this is his last game. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think Alan Lazard was that good this year. No. He was not wide receiver one like we expected. He was, you know, Sean and I have said this more and more that he's like a tight, he's a glorified tight end mm-hmm. who's a little bit faster than a normal tight end. Um, very good blocker, very, you know, consistent on third down, had his fair share of drops, had his fair share of misrun plays, and, and he, he can't get open. No, at will. You have to scheme him open. And definitely frustrated with that. Um, they also look like I might add. They also look like they did not have any discipline, especially with their little attitudes. Like Matt was on the, <laughs> the Matt was on the sidelines, this especially is... with Radul Radul Razul Douglas. No, not Razul Douglas. Yeah, Razul. Wait, wait, with Quay. With Quay. Oh, Quay. He was like, "You gotta be smarter." Than, and then Quay just like looked at him and was like, "So what?" Like I feel like other teams, like you know, when coach is yelling at you, like mm-hmm. eh, that's maybe a bad idea. But I feel like there's no discipline whatsoever on this Packers team at all. Well, I'm, I'm going to just say the other thing, too, is I don't think defensively the Packers came in. I mean, they they held the lines to 20 points, which all things considered, you should win a lot of games when you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, you got beat by the run. Mason, you know, like I said, they, it hasn't been released yet, but uh, does a really good job breaking down um, the failures in the run game the other night. Uh, they do that bullshit play on third and twenty to get to like fourth and one or whatever to right. steal the game. But even on fourth and one, and it's happened throughout the game and it's happened throughout the season, you have Joe Barry calling a zone defense where you guys are six yards off on fourth and mm-hmm. one. I, I just I've never gotten it. And um Matt LaFleur even saying today that he expects him to probably be back, which is It's very disappointing. Very disappointing. I really how how a four game stretch saves, saves your job. Yeah, saves your job. Well, that's, I mean, that's been the same thing that, I mean, you look at statistically, they were statistically a better defense last year, but uh, the same frustrations happen year in, year out. Yep. And just to, I mean, your day after the season or two days after the season, I get, you know, emotions are high and whatever, and it's easier to kind of look back. But at the same time, I mean, you, 
to commit that aggressively to a guy who had a stellar defense on paper and seemingly dropped the ball at mm-hmm. all turns, except really the last two games of that stretch were between Miami and Minnesota with all the turnovers. If it's not for the turnovers, that's a terrible defense. Right, exactly. They got opportunistic turnovers, which I guess you can say maybe you schemed a little bit, but but I, I think you I think you throw the Minnesota game out of it because they got three pretty much garbage time takeaway. Or two for sure. Ah. Uh, I mean you had the pick six, the fumble. You had a Kirk Cousins throw it up and that was a glorified. I'd say punt. you got one. But I mean, you probably got a couple of those. You had concussed to uh, not seeing right. guys. But right. yeah, but, all in all, I mean, it's just kind of one of those things. I just I just don't get committing to him right away. Like I get, you know, if he would, you know, he would have said, you know, we're going to evaluate and mm-hmm. maybe he'll be back. Maybe he won't. But. So I, I don't think Joe Barry was the biggest reason they ended up losing that game. No, um, but I definitely he didn't help. At all. And I think we talked about it before the game, too. I think if Detroit has something to play for in that game, besides just knocking the Packers out, I think that's a different different Detroit team, too. Yeah, you know, it's kind of hard to look back on that, though, because they don't, you know, other than that third down play, I really didn't, it's not like they were doing, I mean, they did a flea flicker that we snuffed out pretty quick, but right, it's not... It's not like they were doing, you know, reverse jet sweeps, every other player, anything like that. I mean, it was very fundamentally called. Um, I mean, they, like I said, they just came out, they punched him in the mouth. And I think, you know, I'm not going to, like I said, I think they came out to try and playing not to lose instead of mm-hmm. playing to win. Right. Um, and a team that was ranked 32nd in the run was down in the, the defensive line or the, the front line really on, on defense. Yep. It, we couldn't establish the run inside or outside. <clears throat> yeah, I think they stacked the box and pretty much you made Aaron Rodgers beat you and you, he really couldn't do it because guys weren't getting open. Anything along those lines. Guys were getting open. Guy, I mean, he had Dobbs. So you look at the last couple of drives, he had Dobbs. I think he targeted him three times, three drops. Uh, it's not like, you know, it was even like a... I know that those are three for sure targets, not even just like, you know, if he was a throwaway in like the vicinity right. or whatever. But, you know, you yeah. stuck with Yash Nijman too long in that game, too. Yeah, Zach, and, Zach Tom, I think, is going to be very good for us. And I'm going to be honest with you, too. Another another kind of play call uh, situation that I don't get and I, I would love to kind of look at more in depth. A lot of the play calling, you know, that we've kind of grown accustomed to in the last few years. I mean, you didn't see... Tunyon almost all season. He was invisible. And I remember that there's a play that they run where it's like a play action, which Mason in in our video series called for all season, especially he did it again today, calling for play action under center and then a bootleg and then hitting the tight end, not in the flat, but in that outer mm-hmm. third. They ran it once with Christian Watson on Sunday night and it got 15 yards. They didn't go back to it. I, right. I just don't understand how that went from such a core part of our playbook, especially when you're getting beat up front, beat up front with the offensive line where you can't establish the run. You're getting beat up front where Aaron Rodgers is on his back, you know, getting sacked. Why you're not bootlegging, why you're not running outside, yep. why you're not 
making them come at you. Use misdirection. Come at them with a trap. You know, I just, I just, I can't figure that out. No, it doesn't doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So, I think that was a big part of it. Um, I know a lot of people coming after Aaron Rodgers on Twitter as well, and I don't, I don't think it's justified this game. I don't think he lost in the game. He didn't win it for them. What um, it kind of came down to, to me is, you know, we're so used to him being able to put on that Superman cape and get it done no matter what in the regular season. Um, but it just, it, like you said, Sean, there's so many guys, you have drops. Aaron Rodgers didn't fumble at the 15-yard line. Right. Aaron Rodgers didn't drop three passes on what would have been first downs. Yeah. AJ yeah, Dillon had a few drops. Yep. He had, I mean, granted, Rodgers has the pick to end the game essentially. But when you're getting blitzed and it's like an all-out seven-man rush, you take a shot. I mean, right. it was the right idea. The Giants covered it better. Or not the Giants, the Lions. I saw the Giants on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read what I, I – I said what I read. Um, but it's just one of those like – yeah, I mean, like I said, you didn't put the Superman cape on. It's one of those things we, we – did we expect it to happen? I I felt like I expected this to happen. Yeah, you know, Go, honestly, going in, going on... into this game, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, Detroit is going to be that team that we can never beat when it matters. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that game. What was it? The run the table year, <clears throat> where Devontae got the penalty for when they were playing for the division. Mm-hmm. Devontae got the penalty for dunking on the goalpost. Right. One of my favorite pictures, by the way, mm-hmm. um, from the Packers. But it's just one of those, like, I mean, I didn't feel good about Sunday. I remember sitting at Greenwood Distillery uh, for the radio station on Sunday afternoon, just being like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't. I don't feel, I felt more confident at the Minnesota game than I felt Detroit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I remember I didn't feel confident in that game either, just because of, you know, the situation. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was like, you know, Minnesota, like Detroit, even if they come in playing with not, you know, with something to, to lose, you know that if Seattle would have lost to the Rams and it was a winner take all, nothing about that game inspired anything. I mean, like I, I said, it's not like they were doing trickeration and you know anything special. They just came out and and played better football. Right, and I think in my opinion, Dan Campbell should be the coach of the year. It's either Dan Campbell or Doug Peterson, one of those two. Neither one of them will be, but they no, should be. No, neither one will be, but those are the two that should be. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's a very disappointing uh, end to what ended up being a five or fun five weeks, really. Right. Um, but at the same time, this is a team that they were most of the season. And it showed up again at the worst time. Um, you know, I was thinking, you know, so many people on Sunday afternoon, once those seedings kind of came out and, what you know, once games are getting locked in, it was going to be, oh, we're going to 49ers next week. It doesn't matter anyway, which I'm going to be honest with you. I, do I think they beat San Francisco this week? Maybe not. Probably not. Probably not. But at the same time, I mean, this team had a lot of flashbacks of 2010 for me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, like I said, it was, you know, you're thinking about that 2010 season, right? And you had to win out. I think they had to win the last, like, four games. So same kind of feeling there. You know you're going to be on the road for the entirety of the playoffs. You're the last team in. And you have teams that have beaten you in the playoffs that you have to beat at all levels. You know you have to go into Philadelphia week one. Mm-hmm. 
and you have to beat Philadelphia, which I'll have to say is fourth and twenty six. Right. You have, and they they were playing so much better. I mean, I know we had beaten them week one that year when Kevin Cobb got hurt and they ended up going Mike Vick and Mike Vick almost did Mike Vick stuff. Um, and they were so much better than what they ended up um, being in that first game. But they need to go into Atlanta. Atlanta kicked the shit out of them earlier mm-hmm. that year. And they go and beat Atlanta. And then the rivalry, the oldest rivalry in football, all professional sports, you've got to go into Chicago and beat Chicago for the Super Bowl. So I don't think it necessarily plays out that way, but if you've got an exercise of demon, you're red hot. I mean, up until this week, you know, one thing I was saying, and I wasn't afraid of San Francisco. Like, yes, I think they're probably the best team in the NFC, like most complete team. I don't want to play them. But at the same time, I mean, I think if Green Bay would have gotten past them week or the first round of the playoffs, that was a dangerous Green Bay team. Mm-hmm. And they were for sure, I mean, this was the team that was more, like you know, the team that played the Vikings, the team that beat the Dolphins. I mean, they played the Rams and, and the Bears too in that. But the team that won those four games was more the team on paper that we expected to start the year. So that's right. why, you know, you know, I had that faith that maybe – you know, we're finally seeing the potential of what should have been, and then Sunday we saw what was. Right, and it was, it was just a struggle. So, so. I think that that was the big breakdown for me. Mm-hmm. Is this was what was those last four weeks is what should have been. Yeah, and I think that kind of a culmination of the season is you got five weeks essentially, or six weeks if you really want to put maybe the early part of the season in there too. But you got five weeks of what should have been. Right. And you had 12 weeks of what was. Mm-hmm. And you still had a couple extra wins in there. That's mm-hmm. still, I mean, you mm-hmm. end up winning going eight and nine, and you have three wins of garbage, essentially. But like I said, I think that was, that's very much a culmination of what 2022, 2023 was. Yes. So, so now, question. Okay. Does he come back? Or do you think he's done after that comp- press? That's this is a tough post game, you know, and then walking off with Randall Cobb and arm in arm. I've thought about this more and more. I had some time, you know, two days basically to kind of right. sit back and look at things. If you ask me Sunday night, aside from the financials of it, which I think was more of like a hand, like I said, I've said this all the time. I mm-hmm. think it's more of a handshake agreement of that, you know, just for the cap hit and whatnot. Right. If you ask me Sunday night with the press conference and Walking off the field arm in arm and not giving Jameson Williams. I don't have an issue with that. That that part See, I don't think. It, how he said it because he kind of went back then in his press conference where if he's going, you know, you give that, you save that jersey to kind of give it to somebody, you know, like Jamal. If Jamal had asked yeah, him, I maybe. Think, yeah, I th- I agree. Or even I think um, ah, Agent Hutchinson. Maybe that's a maybe too. Maybe, no. but at the same, you know. Even Jared Goff being a Californian guy, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you know you you just get a rookie who you have no connection to, mm-hmm. I get not giving that one up at the time and holding on to it either for somebody, not somebody better, but somebody more deserving of it. Or if you're keeping it, you know, he kind of put that one out. So I don't really, buy, I don't really read into that as much. But the the press conference was very deep, yeah. introspective. Um, even down to one of his last questions where they said, you know, if this is it, what are you going to miss the most? And he had like a little tidbit about each reporter 
Um, which is a great clip, by the way. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen it, go check it out. He had a little tidbit about each reporter. Um, he had the little nod at Bob Domofsky, uh writing about his personal life. He's like, which has been good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in a in kind of a nod to the the rumors of him and Mallory Edens. Um, so yes, like I said, Sunday night. If you ask me after that game and watching him walk off the field and really kind of taking the moment, I'd say yeah, probably. Like that's it. Um, I know that we've kind of gone through this song and dance the last few years now, and you know he signs that three-year deal at the start of this off or at the start of this last off season. That's why you know looking at like I said, having some time to kind of step back and look at. It, I don't think this is it. I think he comes back next year. A for the deal, you know, you he committed, you know, the team committed to him, he committed to them. Um, he did say it has to be mutual interest, which I mean. Goody and Lafleur have all said all the right things, mm-hmm. at least as of right now. And again, they're saying things raw. You know, they're not having that one-on-one conversation. They're saying the things that they want us to hear. But I think that is also the case. That's why you do that three deal in the off season, leading into this year, is to kind of lock things down and not time out Jordan Love with the contract, but essentially mm-hmm. time out Jordan Love with the contract. Right. Um, saying, hey, this is our commitment. So, with that in mind, I think the financials of it makes sense. Um, where the cap hit, like I said, it you know it flops so much after the next season. Um, the only thing I can think of is if this truly is it. And I, I, I also do think he's a competitor. I don't think he wants to go out on a season like this. But at the same time, you don't necessarily know what next year could bring either. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of pieces in place to have a positive outlook where next year could be considerably better. I mean, you have... You have Dobbs, you have Watson, you have a top 15 pick. And then, you know, you figure maybe they use it on tight end. Maybe they get another receiver. You can find one that's around that time. Um, maybe you're a little bit more active in the offseason, you know, with a little extra free agency room. That they have a whole lot of cap space to breathe. They still got a lot of shit to figure out. But, mm-hmm. you know, you can kind of figure that there's a path there to it, too. So, um Maybe there's a restructure if he's going to retire, but at the same time, I, I, as of right now, I think he's back one more. What say you, Sean? I, I, I think he's done. I think he's done. Just because he's 39, he's going to be, he's going to be, he's going to turn 40 next season, like at the December, end of the season, right? Yeah. I, I think he's done. He's seen, he's seen what Brady's gone through this year. And I think, I think he's done. I really do. I think all that emotion and everything, walking out for the final time, his last game at Lambeau. I know it wasn't a win. No, it's nothing like that. But just going out. Well, and you're gonna play your last game with two your best friends. You know, you're gonna right. leave it with Randall Cobb, who's, you know, he said kind of the same things in that post game of you know he doesn't plan to, he doesn't know if he'll be back next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of that same thing with him. Bakhtiari may or may not be back. You know, very realistically, he probably won't be based on the contract or, you know, at least taking a significant restructure to keep him around. Mm-hmm. So you get to play with two of your best friends. Um, yeah, I don't doubt that. I mean, playing it at home in a city that's been overall pretty great uh, to him. I I do have such an issue, though, and I, I know I've said it a lot, just how fans treat him in the city or mm-hmm. have treated him. Um Kind of, you know, 
I say a lot of this, you know, not in the same light, but it's a lot of the same things that I say about LeBron is people don't really appreciate the greatness until right. it's gone. And we're going to look back, I think, on the Aaron Rodgers tenure and, you know, very well could be a long few years here if they, you know, depending on what his status is and depending on, you know, I think Jordan Love's pretty good. I don't think he's Hall of Fame. You no. Know, you look at the, this picture we have in the studio of, you know, goes from yeah. Star. Granted, there's a lot of years between Star and Favre, but you go essentially from Favre to Rodgers, and I don't think Jordan Love's going to be adding on to that. No. That legacy of excellence is the name of the picture. Um, So I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think he's good. I think he's a get you to the playoff caliber quarterback, but I don't think he's going to win you a Super Bowl no. as of right now. Yeah. Um, but I, I, do you think we're going to get a decision before the draft? I think so. I think, I think Aaron's smarter than that. I think, you know, he did go on record saying he's not going to hold the team hostage with his decision. Right. Um, so I think we even have it before March with free agency. I'd say probably end of February when you're kind of looking at combine free agency and, um, you kind of making decisions on franchise tags and whatnot. So. That's probably about the time I would expect. Um, you are going to lose a lot of guys off this team. That, yeah, I agree with you. That you had, you know, especially that you kind of had long-term plans for. But I said that David Bakhtiari is probably gone. Mm-hmm. And that sucks because I just bought a jersey for Shauna for her birthday for him. So I had to get another oh, so one. You, so another, another jersey you buy and yeah. um, get traded or released right away. Yeah, I see right. how it is. No, no shit, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Aaron Jones very well could be one of those those cut candidates for what he I mean I think he's got a, a fifteen a fifteen year cap or fifteen million dollar cap but if he plays but if you cut him it's five. I could see I could see a team coming and coming and making a trade for him too. Oh, absolutely. And even I I would say somebody comes offers you something for Kenny Clark. You got. I mean, Wyatt was fairly decent, and what was it, DJ or TJ Slayton? TJ. TJ. Uh, he was fairly decent, but I think he's only on a one-year deal. But, yeah, I mean, this is always kind of the, you know, it's it's the crappy, it's the reality of the business of of guys who've probably played their last game here, and but, potentially their last game in the NFL, too. I mean, Mercedes Lewis is up in there. Um <laughs> Randall Cobb is up there too right. for his position group. You know, David Bakhtiari probably has still some left in the tank, but you know, if he's going to get cut, maybe he retires with that all the knee injuries and stuff. Mm-hmm. I know he was kind of saying um, that this is the first offseason in three years, doesn't have a, a leg a knee surgery scheduled. Right. So I, you know, maybe he kind of rebounds and if you can kind of rework a deal with him, great. Um Preston Smith, another guy who you've re-signed a couple times. Mm-hmm. Adrian Amos, what's his future of the NFL? You know, he's kind of shown his age a little bit more as mm-hmm. of late. Um, Douglas. Rasul Douglas. Uh, Devondre Campbell is under contract, I think, for three more years yet. So mm-hmm. that's that's a guy. You know, at least that middle linebacker position group isn't something you have to worry right. about. Um, you think Savage, Savage is in his final year, right? Him and uh, Rashawn Gary were. But I think they, I think they have options on both of them and they extend them both okay so i think um, they're both back guys of right now for next year but so back back to, i got another question, question about aaron Rodgers here go ahead so pretty much what we're saying what you're saying is it's either 
he comes back or retires. You don't think he's going to be in a different uniform? I don't think so. And the, and the reason being, um, there's a few things. One, to have him play in a different uniform, the financials, again, mm-hmm. really get in the way of that. Yep. I mean, because you're either going to have to really rework a contract, which I don't see being likely. No, I don't see it either. Or, um, or a team's going to have or, to be... Accepting a lot of that cash and a lot mm-hmm. of that contract, which I don't see happening either. I think that's kind of the allure of trading for him is, mm-hmm. is that case. But also at the same time, I mean, if you're looking at the reality of his contract and how a lot of NFL contracts are, is you look at where his contract is. You can't trade him before June 1st. It's, it's, if he's retiring, it's after June 1st is when you've technically put him on the retirement reserve list. Mm-hmm. And you either work out, and you still have to probably rework the contract right. after that. If you trade him before the draft, you're looking at a huge cap hit. Even if you take on, you know, find a team to take on some of that money, you're still looking at a huge cap hit for someone who's not going to play for you. Mm-hmm. So um, w- work me through this one more time. If he retires, we still have a cap hit because we have to pay him out through his contract, right? Or am so I so you still have a cap right? hit? You still have some money. You still have some of the guaranteed money. Um, but if you it's don't. after June first, when they technically put him on the retirement list, it's less. I don't know exactly what the dead cap hit would be. Okay. Um, but it's not going to be as full. It's not as full, full you, cap. because they won't. You know, this is kind of the, the the meat and potatoes of it. Let's just say tomorrow. Yep. He announces, yep, I'm not coming back. I'm retiring. I've had a good career. Yada, yada. He can sign his end of the paperwork. The Packers won't do it until after June 1st because of the, the cap hit would be less. Okay. Now, they're probably going to work out some sort of restructure if that's the case to lessen it even more, kind of as like a signing bonus, guaranteed money, roster bonus for like the March date or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then June 2nd comes around. They put him on that list. And then you technically retain his rights for two years, two two years of service if he comes off that list. Like he could technically not play for five years if he really wanted to, and the Packers still would own his rights for two years. Gotcha. Okay. So the trade, if you trade him though, this is where that June first date kind of comes in in play heavily. Is if you trade him, you're probably doing it before the draft. You think. Mm-hmm. Because that's how you maximize your return. Right. Because if you trade him after the draft, you're assuming you're trading him to a, a relative contender mm-hmm. who your first round draft pick is not going to be shit. Right. I mean, that's... Unless unless you're the Rams this year. Right. But just even in the sense of, like, if you trade him to, let's just, just say... Just say Houston. Las Vegas. I'm going to say Houston. Oh, you're going to say Houston. Houston will be picking second. Okay. Um... I can't do in division. He's not going to be a bear. Um, but let's just say Houston. Okay. Not that they're even anywhere close to that being an option, but let's just say they are. So you trade him for the number two pick. You still have a huge cap hit, but you have the number two pick. So you right. you know you probably are getting Bryce Young or one of the other quarterbacks, and you're taking a relatively uh, cheap contract to kind of make up for what you have in dead cap. Mm-hmm. But... If you do it after the draft, when it makes most sense financially in-house, you're trading him to Houston. Well, in theory, Houston could be the 32nd pick next year, which you still get the fifth-year option, but you're looking at a more of a second-round talent than a first-round talent. Right, so it doesn't exactly. really – the payoff doesn't really make sense to me. Um, 
Now he could, in theory, because I think he has that trade clause. He could say, yeah, you know, I want to play somewhere else, which, again, I don't see that being the case. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, everything he's ever said about Green Bay, the fans, his friendship with Goody, his friendship with Lafleur, his love of the area. I think having Mallory Edens around doesn't hurt either, um, if that's the case, which Mm -hmm. still has not been confirmed by either party. Um, But as a, you know, she's in Milwaukee most of the time. Doesn't live there full time, but is there a lot. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of those things that makes sense to me. Uh, if he is going to play, it's going to be in Green Bay. Yeah. And I just, I've said that ever since the whole quote unquote controversy on draft day two years ago. Yeah. If he's not playing, it's it's because he's retiring. It's yeah. Not, he's I, not playing anymore. I totally else. agree with you with that. I don't think he's, he's not going to be Brett Favre and go play for another team and Everything that way. I just, I can't see it. So, that's where we're at as of June, or January 10th, not June. January 10th. I said June a lot in the last, like, five (laughs) minutes, so my bad. Um, That's where as of January 10th. Obviously, that can change any given day because we don't know when that decision is going to come. I'm assuming it'll probably be, like I said, I think it's sometime February. Yeah, it, it, it definitely comes before the draft. Um, cause where are we, where are we picking? 15th. 15th? Yeah. Could be worse. So, yeah, it just, like I said, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, we'll see. Um, I, I go back and forth on it. I really do. Right. I, you know, every, everybody's at work's been asking me, asking me about it and I just, I can't go either way. I don't, I don't know. It's, I could see both you, ways playing out. Mm-hmm. I could see wanting to, you know, run it back a, a, another year, one more shot at it. And, you know, with that handshake agreement with the front office saying, hey, you know, you committed to me. Thanks. I'll do my part and play out this con, at least till the second to last year of this contract. Cap hit will be a lot different. You could still pay it out mm-hmm. and survive with that cap, that dead cap hit, even if you don't restructure after next year. It's very doable. So I get another stupid thing. All right, what do you um, got? If Brady retires, you think Rodgers retires? Because I know, because then they're going to be in the same Hall of Fame, Fame class, class, which I'm assuming they're, they should both be in the Hall of Fame. They should be first ballot, yeah. No right. Doubt. But do you think, I think maybe that has something to do with it too? I don't I don't know for sure, but I was, this is another scenario that Yeah, that's it, one of those things. I know this was, a big, this was a big talking point last season mm-hmm. after... Um, because Tom Brady had that temporary retirement, and then yep. everyone was we still didn't know what Rogers was still before the extension. Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I, I don't. Think, I don't think Rogers is that. No. I mean, everyone's. You know, he's he's very enlightened. He's mm-hmm. very much a thinker. I don't think he's. You know, because yeah, it'd be the Brady Rogers Hall of Fame class. Yeah, I think I think that would I mean, be awesome. That's that's one of those things where I don't think he's that way to have it. You know, it has to be the Aaron Rodgers Hall of Fame class. Right, and then you, you just think about it, it's gonna be. It would be Brady Rogers, JJ Watt. God, that'd be an awesome. That'd be Hall of Fame that'd class. be an awesome Hall of Fame class. Because you know Watt's getting in. Yeah, he's a first ballot, no doubt. Yeah, I I literally just got chills right from that thought of that that <laughs> Hall of Fame class. Um, like I said, I don't. It, I don't think that plays out that way. Just because no, I think he's, I don't, I don't I think he's coming back for next year. I really do. But if that's the case, that would be awful. even just a Watt Rogers Hall of Fame class. Like 
because if Brady wants to keep going, which yeah, whatever. I don't whatever know he wants. Why? To do. I mean, the divorce is final. I guess he's got the kids, but well, that that's what the whole thing was. I mean, yeah, that I know, was I know it was. It was football or me, and then it was okay. Well, they're talking divorce, and oh, it's final already. Holy shit, you know. So, and she was she, apparently allegedly. I don't want to get sued by Giselle. I, we'd probably get sued for the music earlier, but probably. Um, I don't want to get sued by Giselle, but allegedly. She was cheating on him, him before that anyway. So, you know, let him mm. let him keep playing, I guess. You know, I don't know where the hell he played next year. You know, the Brady? quarterback. Yeah, Brady. I think he's going to Vegas. I think so? I think so. See, I think that, that's the team he's going to go to. You know what's odd to me? I mean, the quarterback carousel this offseason is going to be nuts. Oh, I get it. I'm so excited for it. Because you're going to have. He's, he's either going to Vegas or Niners. Well, that's what I was just about to say. Just the 49ers situation. You've got Trey Lance, which he's still the first, you know, third overall pick or whatever, second overall pick by them. So he's still so the you know the, the quote unquote guy there. Jimmy G was on a roll mm-hmm. and has only earned himself a, sh- a starting job for next year. And then Brock Purdy's going to sit there like, hey, he might take him to a Super Bowl, be the third string quarterback this year, right? You know, in theory, he very well. I mean, he's played the part. Mm-hmm. So. What the hell is he going to do? I mean, if I'm, you know, he's a seventh, he's a, he's got a four year contract, I three think, years after I this think year. I trade Trey Lance. I really do. Yeah. I, I that really, I mean, you've, cause you've got the fifth year. Yeah. That's makes the most sense. I mean, you, you rock with Brock Purdy. Do you trade Jimmy G? No, Jimmy G's a free agent. Jimmy G's year. a free agent. Oh, I think man. you rock with Brock Purdy. If you can get Tom Brady, I'd say more power to you. Well, then you think, you know, you look at the Rams. I mean, Stafford will be back. So yep. Baker's played pretty well over that last stretch. I mean, he didn't win a whole lot of games, but he played pretty mm-hmm. well. Um, you know, Atlanta's got their guy, I think, in Ritter. Uh, I don't think so. I think the Tana, uh, the Titans situation with Tannehill and uh, yeah, that's another, that's another and Malik one. Willis will be interesting. Yeah, and you throw in Josh, Josh Dobbs in there, too. Josh Dobbs, right? Yeah. I mean... Um, I mean, Gino, Gino Smith. Yeah, Gino. Was he only on a one-year deal, or was he on a two-year deal? I don't even know. I couldn't tell you what he's on, but I know he's he's kind of proven and you got the starter. You got Drew Locke, who's still back up there, too, under contract. You got Kyler Murray being injured all year. What's going to happen with Lamar? Yeah. Lamar is going to stay in Baltimore, which I could see them trading him for a, one of these quarterbacks in this draft. I mean, look. The and you, jet, feel, you have a pretty jets. decent class, too. You have uh, the kid from Kentucky. You've got uh, Bryce Stroud. Young, CJ Stroud. Um, I mean, you got four four probably first-round quarterbacks, at least. Who am I, who am I missing? You've There's got one. Young, Stroud, kid from Kentucky. Um, no, is there one from Clemson? No, he transferred. That was uh, the... Okay. Um, very good podcasting right now. Uh, I... Uh, I can't think. You got of. three for sure. Three for sure, but you're probably gonna have a fourth. Yeah, probably like the thirty-first pick or whatever. So probably just to get that fifth-year option out of a guy. Yeah, um, it'll it'll be interesting. Um, yeah. I'm excited for this off season. It it really it should be fun. Um, yeah. So so I guess what we got left to do is our picks for the week, and after bowl season and after taking a little bit of a hiatus. Things are a lot closer mm-hmm. than they had been. 
So, Shauna, you are still in the lead. Woo! You are at 133 and 126. Bowl season was not kind. Yeah, I was crabby, and I didn't care, so <laughs> I just picked whatever. Uh, in second place is yours truly, who is one game behind 500. I'm 130 and 131. And then, Sean, you are at 128 and 133. Mm-hmm. Which, overall, not bad. No, not bad at all. So... Uh, this week, we're only going to be doing the NFL playoff games, so six games to pick from. Thank heavens. <laughs> and we start off on Saturday afternoon with the NFC West matchup, basically, that being the Seahawks at the 49ers, and the 49ers are a 10-point favorite. Seahawks, Seahawks 49ers. 49ers, 49ers by 10. By 10. That's a lot. Give me Brock. Whoa. <laughs> that was really that loud. That was really loud. Sorry. <laughs> Ten, ten's a big number, though. Uh, this season, the mo- they most recently played December 15th on Thursday Night Football. Oof, that's a while. The 49ers won 21-13 in that game. Uh, they also squared off in week two. 49ers won that game 27-7. Obviously, two very different teams uh, since that point. I'm going to say the Niners cover that. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Niners cover it. All right. Now, Sean, you said this was your most intriguing game of the weekend. I think this is probably going to be the closest game. I think it's going to be an ugly game. I think it'll be close. Uh, We've got the Chargers at Jaguars. And the Chargers are a one-point favorite on the road. Hmm. Give me Trevor. Yeah, I'm going Jags. I'm going to go Chargers just to be different. Um, I I do think the Jags win that game, but I'm gonna pick the Chargers. I think they smoked the Chargers earlier earlier this year, didn't they? I will third thirty seven seven something like that. Uh, they thirty eight to ten. The Jaguars oh, won thirty eight ten. That was week three. But I I do think the Jaguars won. But I'm just gonna just to mm-hmm. be different on this mm-hmm. one. Got to make a game here too. Right. So. All right, going to Sunday, three games on Sunday. We've got the Dolphins at the Bills, and the Bills are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Ooh. At Bills? In Buffalo. Eh. Bills. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills. I'm also going to go Bills. I don't like that we're all picking the same on that. No, but. but well, I Miami, get billed Miami, by default. Yeah, so. Miami struggled, so. Yeah. I Like I said, I don't love that, but. At the same time, it is it kind of is what it is. So mm-hmm. it's pretty right right now. It's kind of like yeah, you kind of got your teams and you know who's good and who's not. I don't love the fact that there's two almost double digit spreads in right. the wild card weekend. All right, next game we've got Giants Vikings rematch of Christmas Eve. Uh, in that game, the Vikings won twenty seven twenty four, and the Vikings are a three point favorite. In this game as well, hosting the Giants. I think I'm gonna go Vikings as well. Three, three. Who? Giants. Oh, you went Giants. <laughs> I was gonna go Giants if you went Vikings. Now I think I'm gonna go Vikings. <sighs> and then Later. Sunday Night Football, we've got the Ravens at the Bengals, and the Bengals are a seven and a half point favorite. 
Oh, jeez. Now we, I'm going to check on Lamar's stats yeah. to make this fair before any of us pick. I don't think we know Lamar's I don't need stat. it, Joey. Yeah. You don't need it, but us other people do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's playing, though. Um, as of a day ago, Harbaugh non-committal on Lamar practice return. So I'm going to assume he's not playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to go with the Bengals cover that. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm going to go Bengals also. All right. And then Monday Night Football, which, by the way, I'm thinking is so stupid. I yeah. hate the idea of a Monday Night Football playoff game. But... Yeah, why do we have a Monday Night Football playoff but it's just to get more money. That's uh, we've got Cowboys, Buccaneers, Oof. and Dallas is a two and a half point favorite on the road. I'm going Dallas. Yeah, I'm going Dallas, huh? I'm going Bucks. Oh wait. <laughs> Technical difficulties. I'm going the boys. All right. So that is our super wild card weekend picks. That's it. That's it. That feels a little anticlimactic after we picked 50-some games that last time. Right. <laughs> way too many. <laughs> All right. So do, just before... Do, do you want to go Super Bowl predictions? Like, or no? Uh, yeah, let's just do it for a bonus point right now. I mean, just... You get, but, bo- you get both teams? You get one team? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go... Are we picking the result of that game too, or just picking who we think gets there? Uh, let's just pick who gets there for yeah, now. Yeah, let's just pick who gets there. I'm gonna go Bills Niners. That's a good one. I think I'm gonna go Chiefs. Oh, Chiefs Niners. Okay, that's what I'm taking. I'm gonna go with the Bills. <laughs> can't pick the Bengals. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, because they play. They have to they play, play each other. The, they play same conference. They play each other. <laughs> oh, I thought. Oh, I was gonna go with the Bills and Joey. That could be no. That wouldn't be because they're two and three. Yeah. So it'd be that division round. Yep, that'd be division. Which that <sighs> one's gonna be at? Uh, that one's at? Uh, no, I think that one would be in Buffalo. Oh, that one would be. It'd be Chiefs. Maybe if the Chiefs Bills, I think would be the neutral site. So who are my options then? So Eagles, you've got the Eagles, the Niners, the Vikings, the Bucks, Bucks Cowboys, Cowboys, Seahawks, and a C- a giant Giants, Seahawks. Giant Seahawks. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the look on Shauna's face right now. She's so mad. Can we go through those one more time? Okay, in order. This is a seating order. Yeah. Eagles. 49ers. I don't like them. I don't, that's the same as you. Vikings. <sighs> Buccaneers. Cowboys. Giants. Seahawks. I don't like any of those. Okay, Sean is picking Bills for both sides. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do the Bills and the Bengals. Um... <sighs> Frick it. Can I pick the Jaguars? No. No. She's struggling right now. Can I pick the Ravens? No. no. I'm going to pick the stupid Cowboys. Ooh. Ooh. Every, everybody? Ooh. 
<sighs> okay, that's a different one. That's a choice. That's a very good, very bold choice. I mean, we know it's wrong. It's you could bold... pick the Eagles are number one, the number one seed. I don't like the Eagles. I like two teams, and that's it. Shauna's mad now. We made her mad. Way to go, Eric. I didn't do anything. I, you were the one that suggested the extra gate of the extra pick. Don't do that to me. All right. So that is. There, are you locking with the Cowboys? Yeah, I wrote it down. It's in ink. All right. Last segment here. We've got to talk about our bar of the week. I don't know if we've done this one or not, but we're gonna go Brick House, Craft Burgers, and Brews in Green Bay or in Depeer. <laughs> We do that one yet? No, we haven't done that one. <laughs> this is falling off the wheels quick. She shot it comes back and it just falls right off. <laughs> um, great food, great burgers. Um, instead of get, you know how like a lot of bars like when you sit down you get like chips and salsa or you know popcorn or whatever. They come out with a plate of pickles. Nice. It's great. And it's like different types of pickles. You got nice. spicy ones. You got the sweet bread and, and sour ones. and bread and butter. Um, food's great. Drinks are great. They got craft beer. They've got regular beer. Um, really can't miss. It's in De Pere. Uh, on Google, 4.3 star review overall. Um, most, one of the more recent reviews, uh, coming from Aaron Floyd, five star review. Great place to try some different beers and have an amazing good food as well. Uh, poutine was absolutely amazing. Burger and BLT. Was good too. Servers worked extremely hard and did a great job. Would definitely return. Um, a lot more ratings than that, but that's kind of the easiest one to pick. I don't know why it's not letting me find more, but um, oh, here's another one from Michelle. Uh, delicious food came out fast and hot. French fries were super hot, crispy, and excellent. Uh, burgers are everything you can hope for. So good. Our group of seven had Nicole as our server. And she was wonderful or perfect as well. From the flight of bacon to the flight of beer to the burgers and to oh, the burgers and pie. Oh, did did you fl- say a flight, flight of, of bacon? Flight of bacon. Yeah. So what? All different kinds of bacon? Yeah. And they have the best truffle fries known to man. Truffle fries. Explain truffle fries to me. Mm, like they got truffle oil on them. Yeah, and then there's like these this like fun little like there's like cheese on it and it's. Yeah, it's so good. Interesting. So good. Shares a building with uh, Julie's Cafe, which Julie's. is also great uh, for breakfast. So you can really spend your whole day in that building if you really want to. <laughs> Go for breakfast and just slide right on over to the Brick House for drinks and lunch. Stay there for dinner. They had like a venison mac and cheese too mm. uh, not too long ago. So that is our bar of the week which leads us to just kind of wrap up with what we're rooting for in the upcoming week so sean will let you lead it off sean or me sean oh dang it he's gonna take the low-hanging fruit what i'm gonna take wwe yes because i'm excited for wwe on friday night friday night smackdown yeah smackdown so for sean's birthday yeah for my birthday all four of us are going carolyn carolyn shauna eric and me Got tickets and should be a blast. Very excited. I'm rooting for also SmackDown, but I'm rooting to get into an altercation with a child's game. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say an altercation with Roman Reigns. Well, that too. <laughs> I, I, hey, hey, hey. They like the Roman Reigns, man. Kind of. Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's where I thought she was going. 
Well, I, I also thought she was going back to school. She said altercation. I could get into an altercation with Roman Reigns and. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um, Which I actually just seen on there that Stephanie McMahon resigned as co as co CEO, CEO. and uh, Vince McMahon's back on the board now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I SmackDown obviously. I'm excited for uh, for some playoff football though. No real stakes in the game. I guess that kind of that's gonna suck compared to what we've been used to the last really most of our life, but. Um, we have the Bills, honey. We are a Bills home now. <laughs> right. Um, all in all, low stakes other than one game. Uh, but just kind of get to enjoy football yeah, as, just a, enjoy it. as an outsider. Um, and also, I, I don't talk about them enough on this show, but Greenway women's basketball has been a lot of fun to be a part of right now. Uh, the men's team not doing the greatest, but they've shown a lot of growth. Um, you know, they had... Coming into the season, they only had like two guys who played Division One basketball coming back on the roster this year. Uh, so a lot of new talent there and young guys, transfers from JUCO, etc. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the women's team. They've won nine straight games coming into this week. Uh, once again, just kind of showing that power as a premier mid-major in the country. So we can give them a shout out here too. Green Bay Women's Basketball. WWE SmackDown and playoff football with mm-hmm. not a whole lot at stake. Just get to enjoy some football games, kind of casual back where I'm watching. It's kind of nice to be to be just the casual fan that you don't really have stakes. I mean, it's fun to, you know, have your... I would your, much rather have stakes this weekend. Well, right, but it's kind of nice because it's like... Would we, though, yay. because it's... They'd be going to San Francisco. We'd be having Heart Attack City. Eric wouldn't talk to me for weeks. Wouldn't be That's great. not true. I think they would win. No, you, don't. No, you, don't. you can't say <laughs> no, that. No, I know. Um, Sean, just real quick, because we talked about, um, we had talked about it when you were stepped out, but where do you think Aaron Rodgers is next season? Do you think he's playing for the Packers, playing for a different team, or retired? Um, You know, it's kind of tough. Uh, I know where I'd like to see him. <laughs> Sitting his ass at home. Sitting his ass <laughs> at home with his friggin' 26 year old girlfriend, but. My luck, my luck, he'll have his ass right on the field and muck up another playoff for us, but it is what it is. So what's the prediction? Prediction is he needs to stay home. All right. I suppose that's not a prediction. Prediction is he's probably going to play. He's just making it dramatic because that's what he is. He's dramatic. No love lost there. No. No. Uh, did you have any other comments on the whole uh, Rogers Mallory Eden situation? I don't know. Who is this Mallory Eden? She's I the I owner, the Bucks' daughter, or Bucks' owner's daughter. Really? Do you remember five, six years ago, and more than that now, when the Bucks had drafted Jabari Parker mm-hmm. and they had the draft lottery, and right, she was yeah. the one that was there? Mm. I don't. I do not <laughs> remember this, but. She was the one who went to represent the Bucks so they could go pick Jabari Parker. Mm, gotcha. Um, in the okay. draft lottery TV broadcast or whatever. Um, she, I think the uh, little Bucks news here as we kind of wrap up the show. Um, the other owner, so her father is Wes Edens. Um, trying to think of who the other owner is. Uh, Lazary. Lazary is talking about selling his share to Eden, so mm-hmm. he'd be like the primary mm-hmm. full owner. Um so I think Aaron Rodgers trying to increase that minority stake in the Bucks, but 
Yes, that's that's who she is. She's okay. um. I got you. She was see- seen with him on his birthday on at courtside. Uh, okay. And she's. I mean, they've sat together for numerous games before too. And yeah, she but this- she's also sat with Yelly too. So she's after them Wisconsin saying? MVPs, man. She can't choose. Well, it sounds like she did. Well, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, for Justin, who's not here, for Ramsey, who's not here, episode one hundred and one. Season three premiere with Shauna, Sean, myself, Eric. We're out. See ya. See ya. Bye.